Welcome to On the Line, a podcast for tennis players, coaches, and fans. I'm your host, Jenny Robb. Today on the line, we have Caitlin Bisplinghoff. Caitlin is the director of tennis at Seven Oaks Swim and Racquet Club in Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, and she's also the um, second vice president of USPTA Southern. Caitlin, thank you so much for taking time to be on the line today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, this is awesome. So, um, you're you're in North Carolina now. Where are you from? North Carolina originally. Um, originally from Texas. That's where okay. I grew up, Houston area. Oh, okay. Uh, went to high school that. there, and then um, moved to North Carolina for college, where I went to Methodist University, and then ended up staying in the area. Oh, that's fantastic! So, is your family still in Houston? They are. Okay, so so that's 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 a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it is. It's you, a hike. Yeah. And you played tennis at Methodist. I did. And then you also um you you did a concentration with the professional tennis management program there, is that right? Yes, yes. And so tell us a little bit about this program because I'm so intrigued. Like I wish that I had known about this program and it's it's my fault because I think it was around back when I was going to school, but I just, I didn't even know it existed. (laughs) I wish I had known like that's, I'm, I'm, I love it. I I think more people need to know that this is an option when you're looking at schools and more schools are offering it. Um, So tell us a little bit about what, what that experience was like. Yeah, definitely. So um, when I was looking at colleges at the time, there were only three professional tennis management programs in the country. Um, They had one at Tyler Junior College in Texas. They had one at Ferris State up in Michigan. And then they had one in Fayetteville at Methodist University. So when I was looking around at schools, um, that definitely struck a chord with me. And I, you know, was in love with tennis in high school, still I'm in love with it. And with the professional tennis management program at Methodist, I was able to play on the tennis team as well as go through the PTM program. And the, um, the way that the program works is that at Methodist you can major in um, a business-related field and pick up a concentration in the professional tennis management program. So while I was there, I double majored in business and marketing and picked up the concentration in professional tennis management. And um, with the program, they take you through a series of classes where you obtain um, a lot of your teaching certifications. So um, I was able to get my PTR, my USPTA, my MRT certification, Coach Youth Tennis certification, um, and Sports Science certification while I was in the program. So it really helped prepare me for getting right into the tennis industry upon graduation. And um, I was also able to get summer internship experience at uh, Weaverin Country Club up in Connecticut. So I was getting some on, um, getting some experience on that internship that I've been able to carry with me into other jobs um, after graduation. And the other thing that was really great about that program is that they had 100% job placement within the tennis industry upon graduation. Wow. I just thought it was like a done deal. I knew it was going to be something great, and I'm so happy I went through it. That That is awesome. And so you yeah. also you also got your MBA um, and did leadership studies at Methodist as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I did that after graduation, and that was amazing because I really felt like that has helped me along my career path. Um, teaching at Methodist for a little bit within the PTM program, 
and working as a head pro and now as a director, it, it's experience that really, really helped me. Yeah, that so it's really cool that you got to intern. I, I think that's awesome that you got to kind of experience somewhere another new place. So from Houston mm-hmm. to to North Carolina and then to Connecticut. Um, what was it like yeah. up there? I mean, the weather is different. I'm sure you know. Was it hardcore or clay? Did you have indoor? What was that like? So I was up at Weburn Country Club, and I was there during the best time of the year. I was there during the summer. Okay, right, <laughs> So I had right. the best weather. <laughs> and um, Weburn was set up pretty cool. They had a main club, and they had eight clay courts up there, and then they had a beach club. And a beach club is where a lot of the kids' tennis took place, and they had um, eight clay courts down that way, but they also were right on – um, the Long Island Sound. They had swimming and they had sailing out there too. So it was it was oh, a really wow. fun experience, beautiful area, and a really great learning experience. That sounds amazing! <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so so it was like it was great. Yeah. Wow. That's that's awesome. Now, um, did you play other sports? You said you loved you know you loved tennis all the way through and still do. Did you did you play other sports too, or was it just all tennis? I did. When I was younger, I played soccer, and um, that really was like a nice transition sport into tennis. Um, I always get excited when I get a soccer player that comes out to play tennis because they have great footwork. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so that, um, that's always a really nice transition sport. Um, and then once I got into middle school, I pretty much focused on tennis, and that mm-hmm. was my, my main sport going through. So Texas is its own section, right? Because it, it's so huge. Yes. <laughs> and yes. So, <laughs> so what was it like playing juniors in Texas? Were you were you traveling from Houston to other areas of Texas? That was did a you... really good experience. Yeah. Where where yeah, all did you we, go? We got to travel. Yeah, we got to travel all over the state. Um, the way that the the USTA junior tennis worked in Texas is you started at that level, which is basically a regional level. You're mm-hmm. playing within a large city. So I was sort of in the Houston area. Mm-hmm. Then you go to champs and they divide the state in half. So there's like the north and the south. And then you have super champs and that's when you're traveling all throughout the state. Um, so I got to check out some cool places. I always enjoyed going to Austin for tennis tournaments. Yeah, um, that's I love just Austin. always a really cool place to go and visit. San Antonio oh, yeah. is really cool to go for tournaments. So it was nice. There were some really fun spots that we could go work really hard in the tennis tournaments and then enjoy a good dinner or something afterwards with our friends that were there uh, traveling with us. Oh, that is so cool. I mean, I have I have so many fond memories of, of traveling with junior tennis as well. I mean, but as yeah. you now know, that the southern section is, is huge, <laughs> too. Yes. You know, with, with, with instead of, you know, I mean, Texas is huge in itself, but we, you know, so the southern, southern section now has, you know, we have nine states and so... You know, Birmingham, you might go to Little Rock, Arkansas, or you might go up to Charlotte, North Carolina, or, you know, who knows? <laughs> who knows where mm-hmm. you'll be? <laughs> so it's a little a little different. But um, so do you have a favorite memory with tennis? Um, Gosh, there's so many. <laughs> there's <laughs> it's so hard many to pick one. Memories. Just, it really is. Um, You know, high school team tennis with my team was great. College tennis just I can't even tell you how much fun that was I just love my team love my coach um and we 
there was just so many fun shared memories. College tennis especially because I was so far away from home that mm -hmm. the team really becomes your family when you travel somewhere new and you know, all the other all the other girls on the team were basically in the same boat. They were far from home and mm -hmm. you really just get close and you have such a special bond with those girls. I just got married and a couple of the girls from the tennis team were in my wedding and <laughs> oh, it was just it, it's so nice to be able to carry on with those friendships. Uh, I think that's such an important point. I mean, that, that's one of my favorite questions And when, when I talk to different tennis uh, coaches and directors and people in the industry. And it, it inevitably somehow comes back to uh, the team aspect and the, the bonds that you mm -hmm. make, the friends that you make that you keep up with for the rest of your life or they're in your wedding or, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so I think that's such an important thing to consider in the industry that, you know, it's, it's the, I love the team, the team stuff. Cause you know, we all know how individual mm -hmm. tennis can be. It can be a very lonely uh, sport out there, <laughs> but, uh, right, the, right. the team, the team part, um, is just, it's, it's so important. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, so do you have a proudest achievement? Um, oh my goodness. Proudest <laughs> achievement. Well, I was there when you got the Pride of the South award. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> but I know that you've was, done a million that was things. Very, that was very awesome. That was just, um, that was such a surprise. That was such a nice, nice award. And, um, you know, working, I think that award, I was given the award, but I think that was really for the U30s in the Southern Division. I like mm -hmm. to credit them for helping me get that award mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. um, we had such a solid group of um, under 30 professionals that we were able to do so much in the industry. We grew really fast as a group, um, got a lot of people involved within our age group, and they just made me look really good. <laughs> such a great group. Uh, I think it's so cool of you to say that. And again, it brings up another really important point that even though tennis is an individual sport and even as you grow in the industry and move on from the playing to the coaching to directing and business and, you know, whatever that might be, it's still, it's still your team. It's, you know, whoever you're, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the trendy word right now is your, your tribe or, you know, your, your, the people that, <laughs> that are surrounding you and supporting you and helping you. And so I think that's, again, such an important point that whatever we do, whatever we achieve, you know, it, it's really, um, it comes from a whole lot of people helping. <laughs> it does. It's definitely, collaborative. Definitely. It's collaborative, which is that that's, that's so cool. Um, did you have, uh, certain superstitions or rituals that you would do when you played or that you carry on as a coach? I actually did not have too many superstitions. I had, um, I would do like pre-match, I guess like warm up. So I would always do some visualization where I mm -hmm. just kind of sit for like 10 or 15 minutes and just do some visualization before a match. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I'd pray before a match. Um, yeah. So yep. That was another yep. thing I would do just to kind of get myself settled and yeah, sure. in a good place. And then, um, I guess, you know, just your normal tennis stuff. I would, this is really weird too. I would triple knot <laughs> my shoes. Okay. That was like one thing I would do before, before a match. For some reason, I thought that was good luck. And then um, bounce the tennis ball three times before I serve. So I guess three was my number Okay. In tennis. There you go. Okay. I like that. That's good. Um, is there something that you do um, in every practice that, that, you, that you're coaching? Yes. So every single practice, um, what I'll do at the end of practice, whether it's kids, 
adults, whatever it might be, is I'll just kind of ask them to recap the lesson. Give me mm. three things that you learned from today. And I'll always finish by asking them, tell me three things that you think you did well today. And I always like to end on a high note. You know, I want yep. people to feel good after they take a lesson. I mm -hmm. want them to feel like they learned something. And when they recap three things that they learned and three things that they did well, they leave feeling that they did learn something and that they feel good about themselves at the end of the lesson too. There's your three again. Yeah. <laughs> There's my three again. There you go. I no, but that's with great. It. No, I, I think, you know, I think it's so important to, to engage on that level of asking the, the player instead of just coming out, doing a bunch of drills and, you know, see you next week or, you know, but to kind of yeah, get, yeah. get that feedback and, you know, be able to get on the level where again, that involves some trust if they're going to talk to you and, and, because, you know, especially if it's a younger player or, or an adult, you know, some, there's always a little bit of um, vulnerability if you're going to say, oh, well, I, I didn't know this before and, and you know, this helped me or, you know, there, there's, there's the relationship there and putting yourself out there even in that little conversation. But it's a big deal. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Definitely. And it's, it's also helpful for me as a coach, too, because sometimes – when people tell me the three things that they learned, it might be a simple analogy that I used in the lesson. I might have talked about it one time, but it's something that clicked with them. And that also helps me learn how my um, student um, obtains, obtains information. Are they a visual? Are they a kinesthetic learner? Are they right. a verbal learner? It really helps me pick up so in future lessons I can, I can help them and speak their language of learning. Oh, that is so important too. That, that through those interactions, it's not just what the the student is learning, but again, we're continually, you know, evolving as coaches and trying to figure out the best way to relate to the students and be able to get on their level and communicate. I mean, that communication is so Definitely. important. Oh, yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, so you've seen tennis from Texas to the southern section and up in Connecticut, which I don't know what section that is. What, what is, what section is Connecticut? I don't know. I, I should know the that. Northeast. I think that's, yeah, Northeast. <laughs> okay. I should, I should know. I can find it on a map, but I don't know what section it is. <laughs> so, um, being, being in, in, you know, some different areas there, and I know you've gone other places as well, but, um, what do you think um, we can do to continue to grow tennis or how do you feel about how tennis is growing or, or as far as in the industry and just in general? Um, so I think everything starts with the junior programs mm -hmm. at uh, clubs. Mm -hmm. You have a strong junior program, lots of kids that are involved, lots of kids that love it. I think that really um, – is sort of like the the start of everything. You know, that those are the kids that are going to be playing in 50 years, mm -hmm, hopefully, mm -hmm, if they mm -hmm. find a love for the sport and they want to continue on with it. Um, we, at our club, we have a three- to five-year-old program, and I think we have about 18 kids in it. So oh, wow, it's like great. a big program for us. And, you know, I really see that and value that as the future of tennis. And for me as a coach, all of the wonderful memories I've had growing up doing junior tennis, um, it, I want to share that with my students. And for me, that's just a, a passion and a love for, that I have for the game. And to be able to share that with a kid and maybe give back a little bit of what I got out of it, would just that's the goal. That's why we're doing it. That's why we're coaching. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, that is awesome. I mean, I, th I think about, you know, nurturing that that love of the sport early is so important and one thing we've been working on um 
here in Alabama is, is Southern Cup is coming up for adults. And uh, it's the same weekend as the junior qualifying. Um, and I think, you know, those are two such huge events um, in both of those, you know, places for the, the juniors and the adults. And, you know, we were looking at the, the 75s, you know, for Senior Cup yesterday. And I was like, man. You know, I hope that, that that could be me, like still really competing, mm-hmm. representing my state, you know, going in, in, in the 75. So I'm like, that is awesome. You know, and then I oh, remember yeah. I, I have such distinct memories of playing the qualifying and, and, and wanting to have that honor of, you know, being on Team Alabama and going and playing. I mean, Southern Cup, you know, as a junior is, is one of the premier you know, events that there is. And so I think, I think it's just cool that that those two things are there, but it plays right into what you're saying. Like you got to get that love of the sport early and it continues throughout the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So how do you think then, um, that the Southern section can be more competitive, competitive, sorry. Um, nationally and and beyond I mean we southern has some we have some pretty good players and North Carolina especially I mean North Carolina and Georgia sort of lead the pack in in our section um what do you think that we can do to continue that trend I really think as coaches just developing like we just talked about that love for the game the love for the sport um those grassroots programs getting people in young um letting them experience tennis um, I think JTP has been great getting the kids involved in a team mm-hmm. so that they have that team environment early on, early before high school or anything like that. And, you know, those types of programs, I think they really do, they cater to every level. You don't have to be the top player to have fun at tennis and, and enjoy it. Um, but you could be, you know, you could play <laughs> at that top level and still be competitive there too. And, 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 I think those programs are great. Oh, I do too. And and so you mentioned um, a, a, some of your background is in sports science. And um, and so what are you doing as far as off-the-court training, like the, the fitness part, the health and wellness side, you know, avoiding injury? Is that part of the program where you are? Um, that's something that we're trying to implement a little mm-hmm. bit more where mm-hmm. we are. Um I, I think a lot of it, you know, it's just little stuff that we're doing right now, but that's an area that we could really improve on within mm-hmm. our program. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an area, Jenny, you're so good at. Oh. <laughs> I took notes <laughs> from you. you on some of your videos <laughs> that you've done and your warm-ups and activities <laughs> with the kids. So, you know, that stuff is, is important, and that's something we're working to improve a little bit where we are. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, I think that just, you know, as far as, far as to me – being competitive is staying healthy. Um, so mm-hmm. that's just a huge part. We see, I, I just, I hate to see kids, um, that get injuries, you know, and there, mm-hmm. there was a, a young female athlete I was working with and before she came to me, she had seemed pretty injury prone and, I, you know, part of it was overtraining and, you know, but she was very driven. It wasn't anyone else. It was really her. She, she didn't want to take it mm-hmm. off. She didn't want to, you know, do this. She wanted to be as best, you know, the best that she could be, which is, you know, admirable, but it's like, okay, you've got to, you got, you know, every now and then it's okay. You know, we got to do some yeah. other things in your program. Um, so, so that part really is, is becoming more and more important, but um, mm-hmm. how would you say your coaching style has evolved? Um, I think that my coaching style has definitely evolved to the point where, um, Everything is very 
thought through. Um, mm -hmm. You know, every lesson has a theme or a purpose. You know, you're going through um, the different phases of the lesson, recapping the lesson. I ask my players a lot of questions to mm -hmm. make sure they really understand what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, and I think going to conferences, I think being educated, and I think on-court experience has really, really helped me evolve my teaching style in that way to really make it a very well-rounded and hopefully complete um, lesson every single time I step out there on the court. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I look back at, at, at sort of when I started and, you know, what I do now, and I'm like, you know, I kind of, you always want to, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, you know, and it's like, oh, gosh. Right. You know, I, I, I want to go back and help this, this kid that I was teaching. You know, it's like, oh, man. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's so good to be open-minded to continuing to evolve. You know, I think some people maybe have a tendency to get into this is what I do and this is what I'm going to do and I've had success at it. So if it's not broken, why am I trying to fix it? And, you know, that kind of stuff kind of makes my skin crawl and I go, no, I, you know, I want to, I want to get better every day. You know, I want to learn something. Right. You know, tennis so. is constantly, yeah, tennis is constantly evolving. You know, mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. we got our certifications, however many years ago, tennis mm -hmm. has changed since then. So you have to stay up to date, <laughs> you have to stay fresh and mm -hmm. continuing education is such a big part of that and I really credit continuing education to helping me evolve as a coach and you well you've been you know really a, a fantastic leader and champion as far as continuing education because you did um are you the founder of U30 is that right um in the southern in the southern section I was the one that helped get it started um Florida started it mid, mm -hmm. middle states um had a team started up and then we were the third one to get ours going here that's awesome I think that is so so important because I remember as a young pro kind of just I didn't even know I was lost I didn't know enough to know that I didn't know mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so to kind of have have that again team you know this, these people around you that are in the same boat and, you know, sort of helping each other out and, and, and having mentors. I think that's a really big deal. Um, so that part of the Definitely. continuing education, I think, is is, is tremendous for, for the industry and young coaches especially, um, but for all of us. Um, yeah. So what, what qualities make a great coach? It's a big question. <laughs> but there's what no wrong answer. What qualities make a great coach? <laughs> Um, I really feel like someone that has a love for the sport, really, really cares about people uh, and word. is knowledgeable in what they're teaching. I think that makes a great coach, you know, someone that is going to go above and beyond to help their players in the long run. I think that really, that, that means a lot to people. And I think the kids will work harder for you and the adults will work harder for you when they know that you care about them. Oh, that is beautiful. I, I, I could not agree more. I mean, I remember one of the early places where I was, and there was, you know, the, the one of the coaches that I looked up to that great coach, very, you know, great technical, great mind and great player. But I don't ever remember him asking a lady that came out like how her match went, you know, and then the next, right. the mm -hmm. next place where I was, was completely different. And this guy you know, he's on the phone with these ladies and hearing about, you know, about, well, and then my return and then this, you know, <laughs> it's like he's really listening and he really, really cared and he wants to know how the match went. He wants to know what the lineup was like and, you know, where, where are you standing? Are you going to go to state? And, 
you know, and he's the one that really encouraged me to get, get certified and, and continue my education. And, you know, that was a, a little bit, a little bit foreign to me at the time. I didn't, I didn't know I wasn't certified. I didn't know anything. And so, so again, you know, I think it's so important to that, that word care, you know, you said, you said caring mm-hmm. and knowledge. And so that's, that's what you know, my mind immediately goes to this coach. Um, his name is Bob Sanchetti, by the way. Uh, but he, he truly cares about the people that he coaches and he's the one that encouraged me to increase my knowledge. And so I think, um, that's such a great answer. You know, caring is where it starts and then knowledge and you got to keep, keep building that knowledge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a difference between a hero and a mentor. Um, this is another tough question, but, um, so you can answer either one in, in whatever order, but uh, do you have a hero and who do you consider mentors? Um, so I have a lot. I've been very, very fortunate, and I have had a lot of great tennis mentors. Um, one, my college coach, Francie Berrigan. <laughs> um, she's a USPTA member, and she um, she took me when I came into college, and she changed my tennis game she was always she going back to that word care she cared so much about all the girls on the team she would take the time to give every single one of us a private lesson every single week she did team practices everything was extremely organized planned out um her work ethic was just unbelievable you know you just really really felt like she wholeheartedly was there for you and the team Mm -hmm. and then I also remember times too like when she was involved in in you and invested in you personally too she wanted to make sure that all the girls on the teams achieved their goals academically she Mm -hmm. always put academics first made sure that that was something that we were getting done even before practice which I think is crazy considering that her her main goal is just to have a good tennis team but she cared about how we did off the court as well too so she was a huge inspiration to me and she um she just really really showed me how to really work hard how to care for others and i i can't credit her enough with that and then another mentor for me was tom daglas um i had the pleasure of working (laughs) with him for a couple years at Methodist and he was one where he believed in me more than I think that I believed in myself (laughs) and he was the one he really did and he was the one that encouraged me to um join join, get more involved with the USPTA he encouraged me to apply for a board position and little old me I was like I don't know I don't (laughs) think they'll want me on their board And he was like, no, Caitlin, like, you should do it. You should do it. And I think he really changed my life when it came to being involved in the tennis industry because without his encouragement and without his push to get involved, I don't think I would have. And that, mm-hmm. to me, he's he really has changed my life by helping me get involved and um, really believing in me. So, uh that is that is so beautiful and, and it, other people it's it's yes i mean again it goes back to that whole you know your tribe you know <laughs> your 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 support mm-hmm, system definitely your team, and and that that what, that word team you know it, it changes and evolves throughout the the journey um you know it's it's so cool to have a person like that like tom you know and your college coach as well i mean you know going back to your college coach the fact that that um the focus wasn't all just on your tennis. I know so many people that maybe made it 
pretty far with their tennis career, but there wasn't a whole lot of maybe thought to after, <laughs> you know, right, right. and, and mm-hmm. so, so I think it's so important that, that your coach, you know, put, put that emphasis on academics and preparing you for sort of life after being a tennis player, you know, that, that, you know, actually, right. you know, you spend all those, you know, junior years and college years and you're a tennis player. And then it's like, Ooh, there, there's a different reality <laughs> there at some point. Definitely. <laughs> and then, and then Tom, you know, I'm a big fan of Tom Douglas as well. You know, we, he was, he spent some time in Alabama. We, we, <laughs> Alabama yes, <was> yes. <laughs> you know, but I, I have, um, I'm fortunate to have someone similar in, in, in my life that made a difference. Um, they Bucci up in Nashville when we, when we lived there and I worked at Belmede country club, he, he did the same thing. I mean, I've said that same exact sentence of he believed in me more than I believed in myself. And to have someone like that is truly life-changing. Like you said, I mean, he was, like, it is. you know, he, he encouraged me. I'd, I'd never, there were things that I had never done. And he was like, well, why aren't you doing this? You know, you, you should do this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know, you know, it's like, you don't know what's out there. And, you know, it's like my, my vision was small and he kind of opened my eyes to a a bigger vision, you know, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, so, so, and I think, I think again, it's important and we have to touch on this as females in this industry that, that, you know, you're, you're, you're pioneering, you're doing some really great stuff as far as what you've done with your leadership in U30 and being on the, the Southern board. Um, and, and so I think it's, it's important to, to note that yes, you know, you're a young female and you're doing these things and you're qualified and you've earned it because of, your, your, your merit, not just, you know, anything else. And so I think it's super cool that you're setting an example for a lot of other, not just young male pros, but young female pros as well. It's very inspirational. <laughs> well, you're the same exact, you're doing the same stuff, Jenny, and you're, you've really, you've opened up doors for a lot of females and, and pros as well. So, I mean, you're, you're right there. You are just, oh, you. you're always such a pleasure to talk to you and you've done so, so much. Well, it's just, um, you know, we just have to keep, um, you know, being athlete centered and, and trying to keep the love of the sport alive and do what we can do. Right. And try to get better. That's right. <laughs> so, so, a, fun, a fun question. Um, if you, uh, if you could pick any doubles partner, um, women's doubles, mixed doubles, who, who would you choose as a mixed doubles or any, any kind of doubles partner? Any, anybody in the world? <laughs> I mean, clearly Roger Federer. I mean, who, <laughs> who else would I pick to be my doubles partner? <laughs> There's like only one answer to that question. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I think I'd just stand there and watch. I, don't, <laughs> I know. I mean, he could just, he could run the court. I'll serve every once in a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh no that's awesome that's awesome so so we have the USPTA uh southern convention coming up in two weeks and as we mentioned before you are the second um vice president on the southern board and so I'm really looking forward to the conference it's going to be really great we have a good lineup of speakers um and I, I love the seventh southern conference I mean everybody we're kind of like a family, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, almost like a little right. family reunion. Everybody's going to get together and, and hang out and have some fun. And, um, yeah. So, so what, what are you looking forward to or what are you excited about with the conference? I'm always excited about the education. I, I always love to gather little 
tips and tricks from everybody. Um, I'm excited to see everyone. Like you said, it is like a family reunion. So you see people you haven't maybe seen in a year and you get to catch up with them. And mm -hmm. just um, talking to other pros is really fun for me too. Like I've been there before and someone's been like, well, I have this player and I'm having a really hard time like figuring out how to get them to the next level. What have you done with your players? And you learn just so much by talking to other pros at the mm -hmm. conference too, because everyone mm -hmm. there is passionate about tennis. They're wanting to learn and they're wanting to share. So that'll be a really, really fun time to be there uh, coming up here in two weeks. I can't believe it's two weeks away. I know. I know. I can't <laughs> believe it's May. How did, how did that happen? Um, and Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta athletic club is, is a, is a phenomenal um, venue. Um, I love Atlanta athletic club. Um, yeah, so that's a great place to, to go. It's um, beautiful and, and everything is state of the art. And, and so it's a great place to be. And Atlanta is pretty central. I've said we have nine states coming in. And <laughs> so, so it's good to, mm -hmm. good to kind of meet there. And um, even though it does move around, I was, I was there in Charlotte. And, yeah, that was mm -hmm. a lot of fun, too, a few years ago. Um, but now you're presenting, too. I, I'm not presenting at oh, this I you one. Okay, I, um, I'm helping out with the awards. I'll be presenting the, oh, okay. the awards oh, to you. Okay. Um, okay. Our recipients this year. So I'm looking forward to that. We have some great award winners um, from our southern um, region. And yeah. that will be at the uh, – on Saturday okay. at the awards banquet and hall of fame banquet. So yes, okay. really looking forward to that. Hopefully everyone can be there to celebrate those mm -hmm. awards with everyone too. Mm -hmm. Cause they really are amazing. We've got some great representation here in Southern. Oh gosh. And, and I'm actually really excited about, um, you know, you and I were, were we teamed up last year in the pop tennis. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> warmed up in the parking lot with our with our with our pop tennis paddles <laughs> so i'm i'm a, a huge fan of of peg connor and um she's gonna be there right is peg gonna be there i hope so i think so um, i can't remember yeah I'm, I'm not sure i hope so she was just named executive director of oh gosh i'm supposed to know that i don't remember but she's she's awesome anyway peg is awesome and so I, you know that was my first experience with pop tennis and and it was a blast. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, yes, that, to the pop really tennis fun. event. Oh my goodness. So much fun. Can I snag you as a partner again this year? Yeah, yeah I think we definitely should. We need to, to, okay. to bring All it right. back as the females of Southern. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, that's, that's going to be a really fun time. And I know we have some other great speakers. One of the formats that I really am, am looking forward to is, is sort of the, the TED Talk style. Um, I think they're 20 minutes long. Um, I think it was, was it introduced for the first time last year? I think, I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, they're doing that again. And so I'm, I really like that format. I like the, the quick talk and the engagement there. And then also obviously the traditional sort of, you know, 50 minute lecture style as well. I mean, so I think it's pretty innovative that we're doing, doing some of both, you know, there'll be some on court, mm -hmm. some classroom, you know, the shorter TED Talk style and um, and then a lot of fun with the pop tennis. And, you know, we always we always have a good time in the southern section. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun event. Yes. That's for sure. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out to you know be on the show today. Is there anything else you, you want to say or anything to to our 
listeners out there because um, you are awesome, Caitlin, and and I just uh, I think the world of you, and I just really appreciate your time. So, any any parting words? <laughs> Well, I just want to say thank you, Jenny. Always a pleasure talking to you. And I hope to see a lot of people at the Southern Conference in two weeks. Yeah, me too. All right. Thank you so much. All right. I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. See you soon. Okay. Bye. bye.